the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We throw an interception. It's just... The Point After Show. The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Hey, yo! You're listening to the 17th episode of the Point After Show. Damn. Yeah, Almost legal. I can't know. believe they kept us around this long. I know. We'll be getting iTunes into hasn't shut us down. Strip clubs sooner than later. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm the host with the most fantasy team jabronis, Eddie Skarupa. What alcohol content? I'm here with Polly Bag of Walnuts Lipko and Harvard Lampoon Tommy Lipko. And as always, Cabby the producer. Uh, week 12's in our rearview mirror. Week 13's upon us. Uh, it's, you know, last ditch effort for some of us, but not all of us. Not me, because I'm just going to be watching. Eddie was in a ditch about four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I I'm think out. my, my no mo- chance. My moped hit a rock and I landed in a ditch. But <clears throat> it was yeah, a good Thanksgiving. Um, good Thanksgiving games. Yeah, I think three quality Thanksgiving games. Thank God they finally got out of their primetime rut. The NFL did. Yeah, but did you, did you see what they're talking about now? I, I read an article or two online today where NFL is talking about getting rid of Thursday Night Football they said that because they, of ratings. Yeah, they said that they were they were they're not they're dismissing. Those, Here's the thing: it, it shouldn't be ratings. It should be guy making the schedule getting fired. That I agree. Put some quality teams. Yeah. I know you're you're trying to project what the teams are going to do, and we feel that pain here in fantasy football. We're projecting what guys are going to do during draft day, and we pick them, and then they do shit like my whole entire freaking team. But, but you do good on the over-unders. Over-unders I kill. It's <laughs> <laughs> not for your own team. No. But I agree. Like the, the Thursday games this year, the first, I don't know, nine, ten weeks were just so bad. So bad. I think I know they're division teams normally, but or division games, division rivalries, whatever. I think it has to be a division game, right? Or no? I don't think so. I don't, but know. I, I, I don't know. know. But anyway. Here, let me, I just, the one thing I'm thinking about this is I think uh, the NFL towards the end of the season, they could use the flex scheduling. I think they should be able to do that with the Thursday nights. Look, and, well, you know, I'm sure there's legal least, reasons they don't because I'm yeah, sure they would have the same Yeah, but just do it like way. three. It has to be three weeks in advance. So after like the first five weeks, you could see where the teams are, and then after the first five weeks, whatever Thursday night games you have, the first five weeks of Thursday night football, whatever you have, you know, you could see what's going forward and what teams you could switch around between Sundays and, and yeah, Thursdays. Yeah, I agree. I mean, not only just the the, the quality for you know football itself, but let's be honest, you know, football is climbed in, in, in popularity because of fantasy football, which is what we're here for. Um, so if your fantasy you know, fantasy players are just playing on these shitty ass teams, which usually is not happening, the, the ratings are like even my worse. Team. The ratings are even worse. I can't you know, I, I try to stay away from guys playing on Thursday night because I usually know it's a bad sign. Uh, but yeah. uh, outside of this past. Let's just blame it on the election. People were Yeah, we can always blame weren't it on focused there watching other things yeah. and It'll well, be back next year. The damn numbers killed us in the ratings. How is uh? So I, I know this. I know Eddie. <laughs> Eddie has officially been knocked out of our playoff hope or hunt in our league of record for a week or two. However, I will say this, Eddie. What? It took you twelve weeks, but you put one hell of a fantasy week together this week and put a beat down 
on your opponent. And, dude, I couldn't be more proud of some of the moves that you made. Watching the waiver wire at around noon on Sunday, mm-hmm. I mean, you picked up guys and started them. Lance Kendrick, one Lance of them. Kendrick's. Lance Kendrick. Lance Kendrick's I've, coming I've through about him. that. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a good pickup this week, good streamer. Um, he's probably not going to do much next week. I don't know, but I watch, he, had a good, he had a good I watch, matchup. like, every week, and I'm looking at the guys that Eddie throws out there as – you know, a, a, a waiver wire or a stud or a dud. And I'm thinking, all right, this is, you know, Eddie's on, on to a lot of things here. He makes great suggestions. And then I look, and they're they're never – you never pick them up and play them. And, I, I you know, I'm, I was very happy to see you do it this week. Well, yeah, because I'm out – down and out. I didn't want anybody else to pick him up, so I picked him up and started him. <laughs> uh, so there's an ethics. <laughs> so let's yeah. talk about that real quick. There's an ethics question right now because I think that a lot of our Twitter followers have asked us, you know, some random questions about, you know, etiquette in fantasy football. And we were talking about this a little while ago, but here's just mm-hmm. another question right there. So fantasy etiquette. If you're completely eliminated from playoff contention, is it okay to go and pick up the best waiver guys? And ruin it for the guys that Absolutely. still have. Left. I think so. Absolutely. You still have that. Still playing, not yeah. to finish in dead yeah. last in your league. Playing Why for not? Pride. You know. I think, I think there's an etiquette. There. If I could there's finish in seventh, like the baseball is unwritten rules. You know, they don't really exist, but you kind of get my balls busted by you because if I finish in seventh or twelfth, <clears throat> there's a lot. And more I do, ball and I, and I, and I feel like I'm completely outnumbered because realistically, in this room, I'm the only one that's a guarantee to make the playoffs. Oh, did you guys like the setup there? That little setup. Well, I didn't. I didn't set up the fact that the three of you decided to go on the other side of the fence there of. You know, fantasy etiquette. I think it's wrong. I think if you're out of playoffs, you step aside and you you let the other guys. That's, that's why you give up. You know, that's so why everybody you, finishes in last. That's if, why you've never won a championship. If you're not Ricky first, you're last, right? No, I think too nice. If you're in if you're in fantasy football, you should play, and you're not going to make playoffs. You should play until week 13, like yes. it was the week one. Play as, as if you're in the championship every yep. single week. I guess if your league was one of those leagues that pay out, uh, you know, on a per win per week, I get it. But if there's really nothing for you to win. Pride. Um, yeah. yes. You're not pride. winning it. You're yeah, just you're right. it. No, you're right. I, I, I'll buy that. I, I'm, I'm a big guy for pride. I don't want to come in last place. I'd rather come in second no, last well, place. Oh, exactly. look, at, look at where I'm at this week. Uh, I'm In both of my fantasy leagues, I have, I'm up by 13 and 16 points respectively, but I'm playing against Devontae Adams tonight. So you know what that means. Fantasy owners, he's going to have a game that everybody's going to Well, by the time they hear tomorrow. this, he already had a game, so... Yeah, that's yeah, so. If you're listening to this, hopefully Devonte Adams had a great game because if he had over 14 fantasy points, Tommy lost. So we can all cheer in the streets. Um, what else we got on the agenda? What's 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 on the show tonight? Uh, we got the panic button. Uh, Paul or uh, yeah, Paul and Cabby are going to talk about who they're panicking on, uh, what players, and then Cabby's going to give his WTF. On a player situation, team, something or other. Probably got a good rant. Uh, we're going to go on yeah. to our waiver wire ads, our top targets for the week. Me and Tom are going to uh, go back and forth on Coming a couple, at you. couple guys that we like. We're going to hope we can pull Tom away from the game tonight because he's going to be staring at that thing immensely. He's, he already is. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to end with our Dear Diary segment, our Dear Diary entries for the week. So, um, But first, I just want to go around and uh, give our Twitter handles. I'm uh, at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S. Tom? I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Make sure you check it out. Paul, what are you at? I am Paul underscore the P-A show. And Uh, Cavi. Fun fact, I've been giving the wrong Twitter handle for the last uh, five or so weeks on here. That's great. Just change it to whatever it is. I'm at (laughs) Cavi underscore the P-A-S. 
Oh, okay. That's no show. There's no show. I didn't think there was a show. I didn't want to call it That's why Cavi's got nine followers right now. We've got to try and get him up. Can we get Cavi up to 1,000 followers? Is that possible? Can you guys retweet this out? Tweet out Cavi. Get him up to 1,000 followers. Yeah, if you have any questions, you could... You know, tweet us at our Twitter handles, personal ones, or the the shows at Point After Show, or hit the questions button on thepointaftershow.com. Um, I guess let's let's get into our uh, our panic button segment with Paul and Cavi. All right, guys. So we're going to break into our panic button. Cavi and I are going to talk about a couple guys. We're coming down the home stretch of your fantasy season. Playoffs are about to start. We're going to pick some guys that we think that you should be worried about. Working in the playoffs. I'm going to start off with Cam Newton. Here's my reasoning on worrying about Cam Newton. It's been a season-long problem, but it's escalated over the last five games. He's only averaging 20 fantasy points a game as a quarterback all season. But his last five, he's only averaging 17 points a game. Uh, I mean, last year he put up 10 rushing touchdowns, 35 passing touchdowns. As of right now, he's only got five rushing and 13 passing. So a huge downgrade uh, for him. Carolina's record is 4-7 and seven in real life. I'm not sure how much more they have to really play for and how hard he's going to play. He's got Seattle on the road. He's got Washington on the road. He does have San Diego and Atlanta sprinkled in there too. But if you look, three out of his four games remaining, he plays the 6th, the 16th, and the 14th fewest fantasy point defenses giving up to quarterback. I'm down on Cam Newton. Not sure if you can bench him, but I know for a fact you can stream him. Uh, and I would take a guy like a Colin Kaepernick in a good matchup. He showed it this week. He's worth it. Don't be afraid to bench Cam Newton. Cavi, what do you think? Always I just want to jump oh, in real right, quick. Always don't, be afraid to bench Cam Newton. Don't bench Cam Newton. Jesus. I, the guy's been sipping Grandpa's old coffee. And this is a guy that had this a is a guy that's a master of quarterback sits and starts. How did how did you do this week in quarterback? It was the, uh, yeah, but it's the obvious play matchup. You have. How to did you do, do all season with your quarterback? You've I, had three of them on your roster. I, I, have they worked three, out? So you're not paying attention. But oh, anyway, you have three at a time. Right let now. me just talk here. Good. Okay. All I want to say is, don't bench Cam Newton. He's he's a stud. He's going to step it up. You drafted him as a number one quarterback. Some crazy people went in the first round, but he was definitely like third, fourth. He may have been the number one quarterback off the board this year, so you have to start him. I don't know why Paul goes against his word all the time and always says, start your studs, but then he comes out here and... He's not a stud. Okay. He's not a stud quarterback okay. anymore. Come I mean, on. look at it. That's all I got. So let me ask you this question. Kicked so my ass last so night. Yeah, eh, He didn't kick your ass. He didn't do much. He didn't really do. He had 21 points or 20 points, and that's that's with our high points as a quarterback. Uh, but let me ask you. Let me ask you this question, T. So, would you take next week? You would take Cam Newton walking into Seattle, or would you take Colin Kaepernick uh, playing Chicago? Cap. So, that's playing a match. Okay, so so wait a minute. So I'm just saying, you have Cam in your team. You're always saying you're just going to start him. He's playing Seattle next yep, week. You wouldn't I sit him for him. Cap. You wouldn't sit him for cap. I told you that's what I was going would you, would you, you bring him up. Would you sit him for cap? Typical. That's something you would do. I'm, I'm saying, okay, this is what I'm saying. So I'm just if saying, already, if you already clinched playoffs and you have Cam Newton on your team, next week, screw it. They're he's playing a, at Seattle. He's a panic. San Diego, he's not every start. Washington, Atlanta, Tampa. Oh, not Tampa Bay because that's week 17. But San Diego at Washington, home against Atlanta. I like Cam Newton in those games. San Diego gives up the 16th fewest fantasy playing. points. Washington gives up the 14th fewest fantasy points to, to, to quarterbacks. All I'm the saying, is, the road. All I'm saying yeah. is this: like, I would play. Would you play Drew Brees against Seattle on the road? Would you bench him ever? No. Okay. 
So he is a must start. Cam Newton, in my opinion, is not a must start. That's all I'm okay. saying about the panic button. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. Cabby? Okay. Well, my guys for this week's panic button are based on facts, but also personal vendettas. So uh, mostly, I'm gonna, personal vendettas. mostly personal vendettas. <laughs> I'm going to start with Garrett Blunt. Disappointed fantasy owners this week. He was one of the top-rated backs in daily fantasy, so I'm sure he lost a bunch of people a bunch of money this week. Um, you have Gronk exiting the game, hurt again. Guess uh, Cerniak wasn't correct. He can't only play with one lung. And then uh, you had uh, Bennett hurt his knee this week. Indefinite. Worse than that, um, when when that happened, they, they switched up their whole backfield and went to these two back sets because they had no tight ends, so you had to fill it with that. So when they're doing that, you have James White, Deion Lewis on the field, and uh, really Deion Lewis was rushing the ball better than than Legarrette Blount last night. You saw Lewis get the the, the goal line yeah. reps too. So I think those two are starting to uh, develop that that two back offense, especially if the uh, the tight ends are going to keep having problems. So I think Blunt's just going to keep losing and losing. No, carries. I think it's I think you're I think you're safe to say that like Deion Lewis coming back. We, I don't think anybody's expecting him to cut into LeGarrette Blunt's snaps as much as uh, James White. But I think, but I he think is. you're spot on, man. I think he. I saw it this week too. Goal line carries. He's he had. I, how many carries did he have this week? He had quite a few, right? Yeah. A handful of carries, which cut into LeGarrette Blunt's. And these aren't. Yep. These are you know between the twenties. He's so he's not just catching out of the backfield. I agree with you. Um, I wouldn't bench LeGarrette Blunt depending on because running backs are so thin this oh, year. Oh no, no, would I? I definitely, I definitely be worried about him. No doubt. Yeah. So good call on that. Yeah. What do you guys think? Oh, I agree. Okay. <laughs> it just takes Cavi. I agree to say, too. It no, just takes uh, Cavi to say it to get Tommy to agree on something. Hey. No, I think uh, I think Dean Lewis. Uh, he's getting well. He got five carries last week. Uh, he got six carries this week against the Jets. Blunt. I think I I, I just don't ever like the running back situation in mm-hmm. New England. I, I've said it in past episodes. It's just every week you don't know what's going to happen. Coin flip. I can't, like Cabby said, though, you can't bench him. You could worry about no, him, but realistically, he, the, yeah. the running backs are so thin, you still got to roll him out there and hope for the best. With the, He's still got 70-plus yards on the ground, um, which, you know, you are not you, you want the 20 points out of your running back, especially Oh, yeah, well, he had but, two. He just he, he bust out two big yeah. runs there. If he could have got into the... The end zone in that last run, we uh, wouldn't even be realist- having. A, I wouldn't even be hitting a panic button now because I'd be in playoffs. Well, I think but realistically, I what, we're, what we're what we're what we're really looking at here is we need these guys to put up their 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 ceilings and then some. You know, yeah. coming down, this you got another your, stretch. Yeah, yeah we, we, let's be real. We have we have fourteen we or if we have four weeks left of fantasy football. If you make playoffs, you have four weeks left to get to the championship in the championship. So you need peak points out of everybody. So I agree with Cavi on it. But I I do think that. Deion Lewis going forward, if you need a good flex play, I think he's a good good flex out of the backfield, catching passes and rushing the ball, even if it's six, seven times a week. So I'm going to give you my second and uh, final panic button this week. Might come as a little bit of a surprise. We have not talked about him a lot on this show. Uh, quite honestly, he hasn't done a lot to be talked about this year as expected. So I'm going to, But I'm going to say Demarius Thomas is a bit of a panic for me this year. He's averaging 12 fantasy points all season as a wide receiver one. Not he's you know for a, for a guy drafted in the top 3 rounds, he's he's very middle of the pack for what fantasy production he's getting. His last uh, since week 6, he's actually only been averaging 10 fantasy points and that's including uh, 
week week ten when he put up nineteen points against New Orleans. So to be averaging ten points when you have in the last six weeks when you have a nineteen point week mixed in there, that's that's bad news. He's got Jacksonville, Tennessee, New England, Kansas City. Three of his four games are on the road. Um, I think his, you know, he's got some okay matchups. He really only has two bad matchups, two really, really good matchups with Tennessee and Kansas, uh, um, Tennessee and Kansas City. I think his biggest, my biggest worry is it's still Simeon's got a lot of targets. He loves giving Emmanuel Sanders the ball. If you're a Demarius Thomas owner, I'd be a little bit worried, and I would not be afraid to um, to replace him in my lineup with some other good guys like a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he was my uh, on our Black Friday episode. He was my sit of the week. I just didn't like I, Emmanuel Sanders has emerged as a number one there. Yeah, um, I think if it's a matchup base, he becomes he becomes relevant to is his matchup good enough to keep him in your lineup, or do you go and you you put a flyer in there or a streamer in there and mm-hmm. and replace him? You know, he's not a he's not a Mike Evans. He's not a Julio Jones where he has to be started every week. Demarius Thomas like he has was become, in the past. Like yeah. everyone expected. Well, he's exactly. a quarterback. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So like I'm he, just he, even last year he was same okay. thing. You know, he's he's basically he's he's actually a little bit he better. Had Peyton Manning last year. Yeah, For which a little bit. he had the worst Peyton Manning ever. But he and had he was still solid enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he had quality numbers last year. But he's he's like a better version of a DeAndre Hopkins this year. You know, he, as good as he is, he's only as he's limited by the quarterback. So. Demarius Thomas, if you have him in your lineup, make sure it's a make sure it's a good matchup. Otherwise, don't be afraid to stream him. Cavi, how's your final guy looking? My final guy's looking broken. Uh, Derek Carr. <laughs> wow, broken two, pinky maybe? Two dislocated fingers. Nice. Um, I think he just came into la- last night's game out of pure adrenaline. You know, he was still pumped up. The pain hadn't set in yet. The the actual his fingers going to swell. His throwing action's going to change with two dislocations. Uh, been there, done that. Yeah, but that was been there, done that with the blitz. He's been there, done that no, with the NFL. That, they got, they got been injections. There, done that, been there, know. done that last year, falling on a flight of stairs. But it, it hurts. It's going to change. I, I mean, I know he's going to throw on the gloves. Well, guess what? That didn't help his brother either, and he wore two gloves. So, I don't know. I'm panicking on him. Um, you know, I had Kyle Kaepernick on my bench this week in one league, and I started Derek Carr instead of him. So, Cap really would have helped me out. So if you have somebody that's uh, you know doing all right as your your number two, why chance it on a guy with two dislocated fingers? So he's got Buffalo, Kansas City, San Diego, and Indy coming up over his next four yeah. weeks. He's got two tough defenses he, and then a cakewalk. Is he a, is he a guy that you would consider benching? As uh, a if you if you have a decent two on your you know not I'm not going. I mean to you pick. would take a streamer no. or you would take a no 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 no. I'm saying if you have somebody better like like I have Colin Kaepernick sitting on my bench, I'd I'd play cap over him. Okay. But I'm not going to go try to pick up, like, Matt Barkley. Yeah, so, Matt Barkley. So or you're, Travis, panicking, you're, <clears throat> Matt Barkley yeah. you're panicking more or, over or, the injury than the actual, like, skill set. Ex- oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah, no, I think Derek Carr's yeah. maturing into one of the better we, quarterbacks we in the league. We know how you feel I about love De- I love Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm worried yeah. about that injury right now, so I'm gotcha. hitting the panic button simply because of the two dislocated fingers. Good call. Anybody else got anything? Uh, no, I just think that he is. Look, uh, yeah, I don't want to reiterate or re- reinvent the wheel, but uh, Tech Mobile. Yeah, the next two weeks tough matchups, but if he's on your roster, fifth, weeks fifteen and sixteen, get at him. And I mean, technically, the I mean, the Raiders are in a position right now where they could throw another quarterback in there. That's they, my they worry. They could throw Matt McGloin in there and give him a week wraps, off for his hand. That's my worry is that if they wrap up the division and they get that. You yeah, know, they're they're what are they? Are they number one in the AFC right yeah, now? Yeah, they have a two yeah. game lead. I, mean, I think after that's my worry when you have him coming down the stretch. So I agree with you on the panic button. That's Cavi and Paul's panic button for week thirteen. Kick it over to Eddie. Move us on, kid. All right, that was uh, the panic button, Cavi. 
What's your, uh, actually, what TF is your what TF? Wow, good oh, segue. Like oh, Eddie. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? All right, this week's WTF man goes out to my entire bench. I literally could have played anybody on my bench over Cam Meredith, and uh, I would have wound up a lot happier. So uh, WTF, Terrence West, 7.9 points. WTF, Will Fuller, 9.9 points. WTF, Alan Hearns, 8.7 points. The biggest WTF of them all, and uh, the can of cranberry sauce that I had to eat was uh, to you, Deshaun Jackson. 20.8 points. And uh, made me look like a fool. So he gave you the big fu. Yeah, WTF. For not starting him to my bench, and that's my WTF man. Working all winter, shining all summer. I ain't no beginner. You scared to take it to the head? All right, this is me and Tommy's waiver ads for the week. Who's uh, me? Who's me? That's me. Eddie. Eddie. Who's me? That's your host. Your host with the most uh, fantasy. Whatever, ulcers this week or whatever I said. Anyway, uh, Tom, who's your waiver ad for week 13? Um, this week, uh, obviously, uh, the cat's out of the bag already because you have Paul here. So, of course, he's going to leak the beans. Uh, I'm going to go with Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback from the 49ers. He's only 24% owned in fantasy leagues. Over the last four weeks, he's have uh, 110 fantasy points, 1,100 yards passing, uh, you know, another 55 yards on the ground, nine TDs, three turnovers. He's been playing like a stud, averaging 27 and a half fantasy points a week. Look at his remaining schedule. He's got at Chicago, they're the 12th worst fantasy team. At the Jets, 21. At Atlanta, or actually playing at home versus the Jets. At Atlanta, the worst pass defense in the NFL, and then also at Rams, they're the seventh, but we witnessed what uh, Drew Brees did this week, so I'm going with Colin Kaepernick, rest of season, he's a starter on your squad, I don't give a crap, who else you have, you go start him, and who do you have? Yikes. Um, I'm going to go, and it would be, it wouldn't be a good episode if we didn't mention this guy, Tyreek Hill, still only owned as of this morning... Uh, in Yahoo, 30 per, 36% uh, owned by fantasy owners. 8% started in week 12. He had a rush TD, wide receiving uh, touchdown as well. Also a kick return for a touchdown. Not since 1965. Gale Hailstorm Sayers. Oh, wow. That, Name dropping. Yeah, has that happened? Oh. Uh, but even prior to this week, Prior to week 12, last five games, so that's week 7 through 11, he's averaged 13.8 fantasy points per game in a half-point PPR league, which is good. That's like wide receiver two, maybe even one numbers. Um, He's becoming a must-start every week. This week in Atlanta, I'm starting him no matter what in both my leagues. I love it. Boom. Uh, My second waiver wire guy here, I got Taylor Gabriel, the wide receiver from Atlanta Falcons. He's only 6% owned in fantasy leagues. You look at this guy's numbers over the last four weeks, he has been a beast. He's averaging, uh, he's had 73.7 fantasy points in the last four weeks, coming out to about 18.5 fantasy points a week. You put that up there, that's better than you guys like Julio Jones, Calvin Benjamin, Jarvis Landry for sure. But, uh, you know... 
keep going. You know, he's had 271 yards. He's catching 72% of his targets. The Falcons are the third ranked pass offense in the NFL with 303 yards per game. You look at his remaining schedule, he has Kansas City at the Rams, San Francisco, Carolina. You know, these are some of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Definitely the bottom half, except for L.A. But again, look what Drew Brees did. Definitely Taylor Gabriel going forward. Ed, who do you have? Um, my next two pit. Well, this is a this is a very desperate reach. Like Terry Hatcher, desperate. Uh, Jermaine Gresham. He's only owned in less than one percent of the leagues. I mean, there's. This is my personal opinion. Um, besides, like, Reed, Eifert, Delaney Walker, and, um, I don't know, maybe, like, a Travis Kelsey, the rest of the tight end situation is a crapshoot. Every week, someone goes off, but you can't expect any tight end to do anything spe- spectacular on a given basis besides those, like, four or five. Um, last four games, he's averaging six targets, almost four catches, 35 yards per game, two touchdowns in the last four games. Uh, te- ten targets this past week. I mean, Washington, they're playing this week in week 13. They've given up 15 or more fantasy points in three of the last four weeks. I'm going Jermaine Gresham in Arizona. I think him and uh, Carson Palmer are getting a little connection together. Tom? You know, um, looking at injuries and what a player has done, reemerged in the NFL, I'm going to go with Vernon Davis. What's Jordan Reed going to do? They said he had a separated AC joint. Uh, So, you know, look what Vernon Davis has been doing while he's been there. Uh, You know, it's just been solid. Um, Go with him going forward. Vernon Davis is going to be your man. Jordan Reed's going to be out. Vernon Davis has been averaging about four or five targets a week. He has over 450 uh, receiving yards this year. And, uh, you know. Vernon Davis is your man. Take him. All right, my last two are going to be quick. Uh, and like I said, these are reaches. I don't really like the first one, Malcolm Mitchell. He had three touchdowns in the last two games. He had nine catches uh, in those two games as well. I just, you don't like that? I don't trust him in oh, that offense. Dude, I it's think, Tom Brady slinging the ball. He's I'm been saying, looking for a wide receiver one. I understand that. I just don't think that you can trust him going forward. If he, if he does that again this week, then, yeah, for fantasy playoffs, I would I love to you, pick him up on my bench. I think but you get out there right now and you get the first to grab him. I think if you do that and you expect him to do something like he's had been the, the last two weeks, he's going to put up uh, three catches for, like, 40 yards next week. Maybe next week, but who knows? I'll guarantee you the – He's better off the rest of the year. Cav, I want you to cut my uh, Vernon Davis part of this because it was terrible. I wasn't paying attention. I want to go with Adam Thielen, wide receiver from Minnesota. He's only 20% owned. Look at his remaining schedule. It is one of the best schedules you could have in the NFL. He has Dallas, 31st pass defense in the NFL. He has Indy, 30th. Green Bay, 24th. Adam Thielen, this guy... If you look um, at his favorable matchups coming up, he's definitely a solid pickup from the waiver wire. Minnesota uh, is moving toward that uh, offensive team that just shifts towards the small passes within 15 yards. So this is the guy that's running those routes. Adam Thielen, waiver wire, go pick him up going forward. All right, last one quick. Watch the situation in Jacksonville. Um, 
Chris Ivory left with an injury, so and TJ Yeldon, he has an injury as well. Denard Robinson got 13 carries this past week. He might be something to look forward uh, going forward if they're if they're both uh, injured. Check out Marquise Wilson, wide receiver in Chicago, and Dontre Inman also wide receiver in San Diego. All right, we're into our last segment, our Dear Diary segment, where we enter our uh, entries, our hate letters, basically, into our our journals. Cavi. Dear Diary, my season's over. End scene. Paul. Dear Diary, my season's not. I have potential to not only clinch a first round bye in playoffs next week with a win but at that same exact moment that I capture that win in week 13 I get the even better satisfaction of knocking Tommy completely out of playoff contention thank you diary week 13 will be awesome Tommy dear diary I'm currently popping an Ambien and crashing before the Monday night game. My fantasy season is on the line in both my fantasy leagues, so I can't watch. If Devontae Adams puts up 13 or more fantasy points, I lose both my leagues. You know what that means? The Packers will look like the Packers are from 2011, lighting up the scoreboard and showcasing that aerial attack they are known for. It never fucking fails. I paid Devontae's limo driver, Lloyd Christmas, $20 to slip some one teaspoon of Turbolax for effective relief into his drink for me. But obviously that won't work. Devontae Adams is going to go out and have a solid game, beat my team up, and put my fancy hopes out of my misery. Fuck. Ed. Dear Diary, so this afternoon I got stuck in traffic and I shorted. That's the third time this month Is that normal for an adult man? Please respond. Also, unlike my minor case of IBS, my fantasy team has come to a screeching halt. It was a rough year. I've now slipped into third place in my points league. No thanks to AJ Green and Alshon Jeffrey. Those two going down within a week of each other ruined my team worse than I ruined my jockeys earlier today. Thanks for nothing this year, Diary. I hope you're around next time I get stuck in traffic. Yo boy, Eddie. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Point After Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Point After Show. Again, my Twitter handle personally is at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S. Tom? I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Check me out on Twitter. Ask any questions you might have. Uh, Daily Fantasy, I've been killing it too. Smoke, what do you got? I'm Paul underscore the P-A show. And uh, contrary contrary to popular belief, I'm not (laughs) Cavi underscore the P-A-S show. I'm just... Cavi, C-A-V-I, underscore, the, P-A-S. All right, and if you do play fantasy football, uh, like Tom mentioned, check out Daily Fantasy Aces. Keep an ace up your sleeve with at Daily Fantasy Aces. He'll be putting out an article or a blog on our website uh, weekly now. Uh, And also, please subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can find us on Facebook, Facebook Live, Instagram, and you can also now subscribe to us on YouTube. And SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Boom. Boom. Boom.
Take it away. 